everyone, my name is Marie Nicole. Welcome to Encouragement Notes. I hope that you would join me on this journey of discovering what God wants from your life as I pass on the lessons that I've learned in church and the lessons that I've learned in this life that God has given me. Please join me on this journey every week and I look forward to getting to know you. The passages for this sermon come from Acts chapter 7, verse 51, and Acts chapter 8, verse 1. It says, You, si- you stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you are forever opposing the Holy Spirit, just as your ancestors used to do. Which of the prophets did your ancestors not persecute? They killed those who who foretold the coming of the righteous one. And now you have become his betrayers and murderers. You are the ones that received the law as ordained by angels. And yet you have not kept it. When they heard these, when they heard these things, They became enraged and ground their teeth at Stephen. But filled with the Holy Spirit, he gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they covered their ears. And with a loud shout, all rushed together against him. Then they dragged him out into the city and began to stone him. And the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were were stoning Stephen, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he felt, then he knelt down and cried out in a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he died. And Saul approved of their killing him. That day, a severe persecution began against the church of Jerusalem. And all except the apostles were scattered throughout the countryside of Judea and Samaria. Hey, I hope all is going well and you're having a beautiful blessed day. Today I want to hang out with you and share with you the sermon notes from this past weekend. We are still in our sermon series called Unfinished. And this weekend, the sermon was called, You Never Know Who's Watching. And to kick off this sermon in church this weekend, Pastor Andrew, who delivered the message, told us about an experience he had in the Apple store. 
he had taken in his one and only computer that he uses for work and for fun. Um, and everything was on that computer, but his computer was broken down. So he took it into the Apple store after making an appointment. And he was told that he would have to wait to be seen, even though he had made an appointment. And he told that he was going to have to wait to be seen for about an hour. And so he got kind of upset. And he had mentioned that he called his wife and asked or told his wife what had happened and that he was really upset and that he um he was just really upset and really annoyed with the guy that said oh well you're gonna have to wait a little bit longer you're gonna have to wait about an hour and his wife said well you weren't rude were you <laughs> And Andrew said, well, me? Rude? No. But Andrew knew that he was a little bit rude. But anyway, moving on. Andrew had said that he did not realize that he was wearing one of our church t-shirts. Until he went to the Starbucks after finally getting his computer fixed and he was in he was paying the um, barista and the barista says hey you go to ERBC don't you my girlfriend started going there and Andrew was like yes I do I'm a pastor how did you know that? How did you know I go to my, how did you know I go to that church? And he looked down at his shirt and sure enough, he was wearing one of our church t-shirts. So again, to remind you guys, this sermon is called, You Never Know Who's Watching. And so the first section or the only section in this sermon it's called, Can I Get a Witness? And so we learn that an effective witness for Christ is and does three things. First of all, number one is that an effective witness for Christ is led by the Spirit of Jesus. And the verses, that, the verses that illustrate this point come from the book of Acts, chapter 7, verse 55, the book of Philippians, chapter 1, verse 19, and the book of Galatians, chapter 4, verse 6. The second thing that an effective witness does is... An effective witness proclaims the message of Jesus. Not their opinion, not a rebuttal, but proclaims the message of Jesus. 
And the message of Jesus is simply this. The promised Christ was rejected and crucified and is now reigning at God's right hand. So the message of Christ is that Jesus came to earth, lived a sinless life, died for our sins, you and me, to free us from our sins, past, present, and future, and is now at God's right hand, and he is still alive. So again, the, the verses that illustrate this point come from the book of Acts chapter 7, verse 52, the book of Daniel chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, and the entirety of the book of Psalms chapter 110, 110. So the third thing that an effective witness does is follow the example of Jesus. And one thing that we see is that Jesus never got in a fight with anybody, a physical fight over a disagreement. Jesus never disagreed with somebody and try to browbeat them into believing what he believed. And so the verses that illustrate this come from the book of Acts chapter 59 chapter 7 verses 59 through 60. So, what is the response if we are an effective witness? Number one, Jesus acknowledges. Jesus acknowledges us if we acknowledge him. And the verse that illustrates this comes from the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 8. And so the second thing, the second thing that we see is Saul, who became Paul, approves of the murder of Stephen, which is the Bible verse or the Bible passage that you will be reading about or that you will be listening to if you, in fact, listen to the recorded message um, on any on any app that you choose to listen to this podcast on. And so Saul approved of the stoning of Stephen. And the verses that illustrate this are Acts chapter 6, verse 9, Acts chapter 8, verses 1 and verse 3, and then Acts chapter 9, verses 1 through 3. So what's the big idea here? The big idea in all of this is 
in the circumstances that cost us, acknowledging Jesus publicly takes abiding in him privately. So that's basically saying if we want to acknowledge Jesus in public, which we should, we should all be willing to tell the story of what God did for us on the cross. Because Jesus Christ is fully God and fully man. And the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one and they cannot be separated. If we want to acknowledge him in public, we need to know him in private. And so the verses that illustrate this come from the book of Exodus, chapter, chapter 34, and then 29 through 35. I may be stating that wrong, and if I am, I will go back and correct myself a little bit later. And lastly... I want to leave you guys with the memory verse. And I have to say that I forgot to write down the reference to the memory verse. So I will be including that in my notes as well. And so the memory verse says, And we all who with unveiled, unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are are being transformed into his image with every increasing glory which comes from the Lord who is the spirit so we need to make sure that in everything we do we are led by God we are led by him and not by our own feelings and so the last thing I want to do you guys is offer you guys an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and all you have to do is say Lord thank you for dying on the cross for me thank you for coming to earth growing up from a baby and living a sinless life and taking my sins on your shoulders that way I wouldn't have to. I ask you to come into my heart and I ask you to heal and change my life. I want to walk with you all the days of my life and I know that you will always be with me. In Jesus' name, amen. And you guys, I pray and I know for a fact that if you've prayed that prayer, that he has heard you and he will come alongside you and take you on an adventure that is a wonderful one. Jesus doesn't promise that this life will be easy. But it is worth it because you are no longer going to be alone.
So I pray that if you've prayed that prayer, that you would feel free to leave me a message anywhere on my social media or on your favorite podcast app. And know that I will be praying for you. I'll talk to you guys later. I love you. Thank you so much for joining. Feel free to like any content that you see or hear on this podcast and share it with your family and friends. And also, before I go, I want to say that on the 21st of this month, which is a Friday, Friday, October 21st, I will be doing a question and answer episode of the podcast. And I look forward to getting as many questions as I can. I already have five wonderful questions, but I don't want to stop it there. So feel free to leave me any of your questions anywhere possible on social media, on my website, or on somewhere on the podcast. And I look forward to answering them. I'll talk to you guys later. God bless. Bye-bye. Hi, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you don't mind, would you follow me on my social media accounts? My Instagrams are Marie Nicole Zimmerpeeps, M-A-R-I-E-N-I-C-O-L-E-Z-I-M-M-E-R-P-E-E-P-S, and Marie Nicole Zimmerpeeps 13, that is M-A-R-I-E. N-I-C-O-L-E-Z-I-M-M-E-R-P-E-E-P-S-1-3. And you can also follow me on Facebook. My Facebook account is Encouragement Notes Podcast. And lastly, you can follow all of my information that I post on the podcast on my website, encouragementwithmarinacole.com. I hope that you come back next time. And also, I wanted to ask you guys if you wouldn't mind helping me reach the goal of 3,000 listens or more by the end of the year. I believe that this podcast has the potential of reaching people for Christ by the end of the year and I want to reach as many people as possible so help me get to 3,000 listens and beyond please like and share any content that you wish I'll talk to you guys later thank you so much for being a loyal listener and I will see you soon love you bye bye